Bros Nation. Welcome back to the Bros. Bros. You're a little Ooh. slow there, but it's all right. It's okay. All good. All good. Hey, How are nice, you? Nice, hey, nice shirt there. Hey. 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 It's not like I didn't notice. I mean, I wanted to act surprised, but uh, hey, look, we're wearing the same shirt. Not. Well, not. You, you, you have one extra star than I do. <laughs> I have three stars, my friends. Take a little look at one, it. One, two, three. And might I say three is better than two. Three is better than two in a lot of anyways <laughs> anyways yes uh, but it's been a it's been a week it's been a it's been only a week but it feels forever since we've been here and might I say it's it's been sad I I'm happy to be back and talking all things RSL with you guys well I mean, let's let's be real here, and I'm going to probably uh, get in trouble for this. We haven't been out as long as some other people. We're, we're here every week. Just this time, it wasn't a twice a week. Yes, that's true. It, it felt like it was a shorter week um, since Monday was Labor Day, and now it's already the weekend tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, wow, where, where did this week go? Though the beginning of my week wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, <laughs> so the stomach bug went through our family. Oh, ooh. yeah, and so, um, I got it, the wife got a little bit of it. Um, I think I got the worst out of it, but uh, I can't remember if one of the other kids got some of it, but it was no bueno, my friend, no bueno. It's okay. You're you're healthy. You're good. You're you're here tonight. So, knock on wood. Well, I'm not gonna knock on too much wood. Wood. I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm glad I'm feeling better. And glad enough to feel better to be with you guys to talk some soccer. Um, because there's soccer to talk about always. Yeah. Even though RSL does not play this weekend. We still got soccer. We have to. We gotta. We gotta go back. We gotta go back in time. We gotta talk about last Saturday's game winning the Rocky Mountain Cup, and then we have some RSL players who played tonight as well as one more plays tomorrow that we got to go over. So a, a, a lot to dive into. A lot to dive into. But I do, even though I did ask you, how are you? What did you do for Labor Day? I didn't even see you. Well, I what did I do? I, I think I just rested. Oh, I've been watching a lot of U.S. Open. <laughs> oh, okay. A lot of uh, tennis at yeah, I, I will say the U.S. Open is like where my fandom of tennis comes out. I, I'm jumping on, oh, not jumping on, I have been, I'm a huge Carlos Alcaraz fan. He is like the next uh, Rafael Nadal, so. All right, yeah. I'm I'm totally down with you liking other sports. Just don't convert to the other sports. No, no, I, I, I am str- I'm strong in, in the love of tennis. Or the love of soccer. soccer. Did you say, te- you said tennis. No, no, it it goes soccer always, and then tennis is 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 down there. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always. I just wanted to make sure I didn't need to replace a bro. No, no, no. We're we're not, we're not no not taking <laughs> auditions. Not taking auditions yet. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. cool. Let's uh, let's get into it because we have. I have a lot of things to mention about this Colorado game. I don't know about sure. you, but let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think before we dive into lineups and how this game went, let's give a shout out to the South supporters right here um, for that amazing TIFO. That literally was something else. It was it was a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication that they put forth in painting and raising that TIFO, and it looked, it looked amazing. It was something that was fantastic. Now remind me, what was the um, TIFO that Colorado made um, for the first game? It was something very, very similar. Um, I'll, I'll have to look back at the picture. Um, the RSL riot, I, I believe, on their Instagram or their Twitter, they tweeted out the the picture back when we played them, I think, in the first leg. So if you look back on their Twitter or their Instagram, they'll have that, but awesome job by our, our supporters group for making a, a great TIFO in, in this game. Right. I think wasn't it, it was something to the effect of where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Yeah. And you get and, the, you get, you get the dumpster of Colorado's name 
and you get our, our cup right above that. Yeah, it's funny. I, I talked to I, I spoke to you about it. I talked to, to you about it. Um, I I wanted to to tweet out on my personal one. Um, that if everyone saw, there was a, a stadium that caught on fire in Italy. Well, it didn't catch on fire. The fans burnt the stadium. It was a a, a third division team in Italy that uh-huh. they lost. They lost and they were going to get relegated or something like that. And they started burning their their stadium. And I was like. Colorado fans, too soon, too soon. You didn't need to burn the stadium, but uh, we'll just oh. leave it right there for right now. <laughs> hey, 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 give, give them some slack. The, the, that team is struggling bad this season, so. <laughs> I can't, yeah, you, you can't beat the, they're already beaten down, so. Yeah, you, you can't beat the little brother up too much. Too much, but let's talk about how we beat them up this time. Yeah, yeah. So, starting lineup, we have we have Oviedo starting in that left back role, and we normally have Brody playing over there, but they kind of they switch spots. Um, Brody was playing in in Anelli's normal spot. Um, did that surprise you at all to see Brody kind of switch sides? It surprised me. Um, yeah. And I guess before we go any further, I don't know how I. I was iffy with the lineup um, mm-hmm. only because of Oviedo and Brody. And then yeah. with, with uh, adding Chang on the wing, but it actually didn't turn out too bad. In fact, I felt that there was a lot of, I don't know if it was because of the four game losing streak yeah. or <laughs> if it, or if it was something else, but there was a lot of urgency in that mm-hmm. game. And I liked the way that this group played together that game. Yeah, I think it was from the the previous game. Um, I w- we had Chang start in that one as well, and I see Chang starting in, in this one against Colorado. I was very very hesitant because I was like, he's gonna have the same kind of performance. He's not gonna do great, but he was exceptional. He was way way above average, and Musovski supposedly I think he is injured. That's why he probably wasn't in the 18 for this game, and we have. Crylock with uh, Chicho up top. There were were some lingering news rumors that there is a slight injury somewhere. Don't know what it is. Don't know for how long. There yeah. is something that's not allowing him to play. So don't want to get too deep into that because I'm not all about. I actually that's a lie. I'm all about gossip. But when it comes <laughs> to RSL, I don't want to gossip because because that that really sh- changes moods and whatnot. So I like this lineup yeah um maybe i don't know uh, maybe have luna instead of chang but they're, they're they're both excellent players for their for separate reasons yeah yeah and, and i but i think uh pablo wanted this group for a certain reason i i I can't pinpoint what the certain reasons is because I think we're still trying to solve the mystery of Luna Gomez that I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you, if you have, but I haven't heard anything weird, random going around. So something's going on, whether it's a decision by Pablo or uh, something else, but uh, there, there must be a reason why Luna and Gomez aren't getting as many minutes as they used to. Yeah. Yeah. But let's let, let's get right into it of, of this fantastic game, which which it was at at the riot. So where where, where should we begin in this in this stellar game? Probably the first minute. Um, that's usually where we start games. <laughs> that's 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 always a where 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 the ref does blow the whistle to begin the match. So the first ten minutes um, was a lot of pressure. Um, by RSL, um, a lot of attacking and a lot of um, a lot of pushing forward, which we hadn't seen in the previous four games. Um, it was super nice to see that. Granted, I'm just going to put this as a huge umbrella. This is a weaker opponent. I, okay. I, I was li- I was literally about to say that because in the past four games in our in our losing streak, because we were playing harder teams, we played call. Uh, Houston twice, LAFC. So yes, those are deeper teams higher up in the table. And then we have a Colorado team who they haven't really done any changes in these transfer windows at all. 
So, oh, yeah, they did I mean, changes, all right. They, they just they, got rid of a lot of people. <laughs> they did. They did. Their only big transfer that they did this summer was for a left back, who's their now their leading goal scorer. Hey, it worked out <laughs> for them. It, it worked out, but they <laughs> lost some key key players in their midfield. Yeah. Um. So there's there's a a lot of good pressure, like I said, and and some good opportunities. In fact, even in the third minute, we had um, uh, Chicho going in for a header, like right in front of the goal. We had yeah. um, shot from from uh, Oviedo as well, even though it didn't come up to much. Crylock even had a shot from outside the area, um, mm-hmm. blocked. But we, we were attacking. That that was a good sign. Um, yeah, and I think this game, because uh, it's been said multiple times, came at a good point in the streak where we needed a a quote unquote break, and a little, a, a, little, a little bit of pick me up. Well, yeah, this is this turned <laughs> this turned into a uh, let's have the U seventeens practice against the U fourteens. Let's uh, let's practice some some situations, some uh, what do you call it, um, set pieces, stuff like that. That's what it, yeah. that's what kind of had an air about it like a i don't know and it, it just seemed in in my way because you said that uh rsl was coming out there like they have something to prove coming off a four game losing streak but colorado only winning three games of the season their last road win back in may they just weren't coming out there really trying they didn't really want to seem like a, even a draw on the road at all well I don't think it's that they didn't want it. I just think that they didn't have the ability to do it. Um, they, the players that they have right now, as they're in their starting eleven, Diego I don't know. Rubio. Rubio's coming off of not playing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Navarro apparently was supposed to be one of their great, better players. Um, Gutman, that's the one that the, the that, that's that's the one they got. Yeah, that he's their leading yeah. goal scorer. Yeah, out of Gutman, Atlanta. Gutman was was probably the better one, which which prevented us from from doing a lot more than we could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, to tell you that the state of Colorado, they're playing Beta Shore, thirty six years old, playing at right back. <laughs> I mean, there's one thing we're, to play a thirty six year old Messi. Another thing is to play a thirty six year old Beta Shore. When I looked at the starting lineup and I saw Beta Shore, I was like, he's still playing in the MLS. <laughs> yes yes so um yeah and so as as that that half oh got something on my tongue shoot um as that half went on um after those those 10 minutes that's when colorado kind of settled in and we had another like 10 minute or yeah almost 10 minutes of kind of like a lull yeah. of for rsl um where it was just a lot of fighting in the middle for for positioning kind of yeah. situation um we then see our first free kick attempt on goal in the 17th minute oh boy and the, the 17th minute shot was uh wasn't bad at all yeah. it wasn't right at the keeper though um yeah and so it wasn't a goal i'm not talking about the goal it's a, <laughs> i'm talking about the one before yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. Or maybe it was the one after. Maybe I'm confusing the two. But either way, there was either one way. of them where where Vera had an attempt, and it was it was a pretty good attempt. It it was a close chance. I I think that the one they're talking about. I think it was afterwards. The after afterwards one sailed high. I I remember that. But again, we're talking about how long ago was it? Like five days ago? Shoot. It was five days ago. <laughs> Probably should have watched the game again. But uh, um, <laughs> now let's talk about the goal. So. Last game um, we, against Portland, we saw um, Vera all of a sudden just out of nowhere starts ripping shots from 25 yards out, <laughs> nails the post, and then nails Chicho for an assist. Yeah, prior to that Portland game, I would have never had Vera on my bingo card of RSL players to take free kicks. No, not at all. No. Because, because obviously before... We had Pablo Ruiz before his injury. He was our free kick taker. It was either Ruiz or Sava. Never would would I have thought Brian Vera. Yeah, and I, I, I wonder. I want to know why. Why not? Why haven't we seen this? Like, like do they not it, see each other in practice? 
Well, if, if you go back in, in past RSL seasons, never have we ever had a center back as our set piece taker. Can Man. you can you remember? Like we've never had Olave, we've never had like Borchers, we've never had Glads. I love Silva. I love how you had to go back ten years in order to think about a, the last good uh, center back that we had. <laughs> Thanks. No, um, like for real, it's like I I can't think of another center back who has a foot like Vera. No, no, uh, no nothing comes like right off the top of my head. So no. No, but just just the power and the accuracy to just get that upper corner, that was something else. That was a beautiful shot. Now, I'm going to say it wasn't upper corner. In fact, it was straight at the keeper, like like right here at his head level. Just the, the fact that it came out from behind the wall and going straight over to that side of the, of the goal, I think, one, it surprised the keeper how fast it was coming. Two, mm-hmm. he didn't see it until ha- literally half a second before because yeah. he got his hands on it, but the hands were up too late. And mind you, this keeper, um, he's normally not the starter because Yarborough is the starter. He's out for injury, I think, for the season. This keeper is six foot three, so he has a huge frame, huge stretch, and still couldn't reach it. Well, he he reached it. Like he he got it. <laughs> his reaction time was probably. His reaction time was like DJ Countess <laughs> or Scott facts. Garlic. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Um, <laughs> digging into the, the old RSL bag there. <laughs> um, yeah, that was either way. Great goal. And that now boosts his confidence to oh. come up a little bit more and just rip some. I think also with that goal, because we've seen in past games where it's been Glad Vera, Vera Mar- Marcelo, or, or whatever vice versa on our center backs. I think, in, in my opinion, with that goal, I think that solidifies him as a starting center back. I'm still okay with rotating people. I really am. Um, you, you sure about that? Because we are getting close to the end of the season. Like, listen, I can understand if Vera gets... I mean, they're they're going to be coming on another stretch of of Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, you're going to see a different um, uh, center back duo. You are, you yeah. are. Yeah. And I, and I bet you, when when everyone comes back from international duty, you're going to see Lambert in there as well in the rotation. Oh, I I sure hope so. <laughs> Again, I I am dreaming. For the Lambert Vera. Oh, I, I I want that. That would literally be the Twin Towers with how tall and how athletic both of them are. It, it will remind me of an Olave Schuler. Oh, that was that was a great, great combo back in the day. That was another good combo. Man. Yeah. We, we've had some great center backs over just, the years. Just digging into that uh, time capsule, aren't we, today? <laughs> Shoot. I know, right? Um. Cool. So we haven't even finished the first twenty minutes. Holy crap! Um, we we're only yeah we're only seventeen minutes into the game, and there was just like beauty of a of a goal. Stop it. The the goal was in the the nineteenth minute. I just thought the the pre the other free kick that he missed was in the seventeenth. Yeah, and, and and somehow MLS fans don't appreciate good goals because it didn't win MLS goal of the week. <laughs> oh, but there were some other pretty good goals. Yeah, I, I will give it to the other goal. Good goals. Um, Evander. I think that's the one that won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, great goal. Um, cool. Let's uh let's skip towards to to the end of that half. Um, mm-hmm. where Chicho had a couple of good opportunities, like yeah. at the doorstep. <laughs> it's like you got to finish those. You you're on a platter. Can't finish those. It's like, come on. I mean, it doesn't help that Colorado's just kind of just throwing people in front of the ball like dead fish. Like, <laughs> you want to stop him? How about how about you stop him? Here, you go, go. Yeah, they're they're just hanging eleven guys from the crossbar at that point. Um, so at halftime, we get get in at one nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, fifty nine percent possession in the first half, total domination with two hundred twenty five passes to their one forty seven. Yeah. And, yeah, and at that point, um, RSL had only committed five fouls. And if we 
remember our conversations from beforehand, the lower amount of fouls that RSO commits, the better they are flowing and playing during the game, generally. Yeah, agreed. And so that that's what they were doing. They're they're generally flowing, um, whereas Colorado is just looking to just stop play, which that's why they got eleven fouls called against them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So second half. Um, so I guess let me throw in this thought here. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going through Chicho's mind after having a couple of shots in that first half? not being able to break the the barrier there. He's had three goals in six games. Well, now it's three goals in six games for RSL. Um, At that point, it was two goals in five games. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's some kind of frustration with with Chicho? I would say partially. Um, We look back at the League's Cup game. He wasn't doing great um, against LAFC and then in the Open, Open Cup against Houston twice. He's kind of he was in that little bit of a rut. He was getting shots but no goals, and then we see in that first half, same kind of thing. He's getting those things but not being able to finish chances. But I think once he scores this goal in the 49th minute, I think he had a little bit of a switch, and we see what, what a different side of Chicho. So is this a Chicho issue, or is this a the other nine? I'm not counting the keeper. The other nine issue. I would say it's everybody as a whole. Um, so you're counting everyone, or, all the eleven. It's all your fault. I, I don't know. Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, it's partially. High, I wouldn't say it's fully on the fact of Pablo being injured, but there just has been everything not jiving well with him with him being out. I think that Chicho's expectations were here. RSL's level was here. We yeah. just need to fill in that gap of Chicho's expectation of how the team should play with him. He's, and... he's going for he's going from playing with LAFC, winning Supporter Shield and MLS Cup, to now. Well, us. <laughs> and, and, I mean, we talk about them winning Supporter Shield and MLS Cup and whatnot, but how did they do it? They had a good midfield support. They also had another uh, good striker forward next to him. So. Yeah. The the parts were there. Here, you take away our key midfielder right now, the one that's been giving all the, the good assists. You take him away. You don't have a good partner striker right next to him. So Chicho's, for me, has been kind of been left in no man's land. And then his, his partner up top, Musovsky, he's out for injury. So Heck, I can't you can't even say that Musovsky is probably the best lineup or best pairing for for Chicho. Anyways, I don't think anyone on RSL really is a is a like a fit for Chicho. To be honest, yeah, it's it's sad, but it's the honest truth because Krylak hasn't been really that best partner with him in these past couple of games up top. Now, now, it's not like he hasn't been the best. We're 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 doing with what we have, really. Agreed. Yeah, but um, it's just hard when you have someone like Chicho, who we played, we paid so much money for. He has so mm-hmm. much expectations to come in, score goals, win everything, and man, we're just leaving him hanging dry sometimes. Like we kick the ball to him, we're like, "Go!" And you're like, "Hey, well, I'm thinking like, no, you see, now he's a, he's playing a one on five. One on four. Yeah. Like, what do you expect him to do with the ball? People are just literally sitting back and just expecting him to be able to play like Messi, but he he can't do that. Yeah. Sorry, that was a really random tangent. It just came to my no. head. No, I I've been thinking that exact same thing these past couple during that four games losing streak, um, and then I guess in that first half as well. So hopefully, with this goal, it just flips a switch for Chicho the rest of this season. I mean, we, we can hope, but again, this this was just a set piece goal. So we get we in fact there's two corners in a row. First corner mm-hmm. was a was a short corner. Yeah, it was a Sava to to Chang. Chang crosses it in. All it, it was almost a good goal scoring opportunity. Um, I can't remember who was on the back post, but someone was on the back post, headed in t- towards Chicho, and mm-hmm. uh, Colorado clears it out, and then that's. The following corner kick was the Chang 
whipping it in. And that was man, a that was an excellent uh, taken free uh, corner kick by Chang because normally we'd see maybe Saba taking those, but Chang steps up and produces a great corner kick and just right over to Chicho. Great ball position for that mm-hmm. corner kick. Um, also, the muscles on Chicho, he was basically wrestling with Beta Shore. Um, right. Beta Shore, first off, Beta Shore had his back to the to the to the corner kick. Um, he wasn't going to know when to jump, so that was an advantage for Chicho. Um, but he was also just it was just like arm wrestling, just back and forth. Um, then on top of that, another Colorado defender comes in, just bulldozers him <laughs> as he's heading it, just whips his head and gets bulldozed at the same time. It was. Yeah. Great job by Chicho. I mean, that's what we pay. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, uh, that's his second goal with us off of a set piece, and it's it was a, it was a great one. Yeah, super <laughs> good. Like you can't can't say too much about it besides the fact that uh, great body for that. Great for body. That one. Great ball. Great finish. One more. What more can you ask for from Chicho? More goals, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> score score more goals. So two nothing, forty ninth minute. Um, ten minutes later is when RSL sees our first change of the game. Um, we see Chang, who had the assist to Chicho, come out and replace uh, Rubin coming in. That was an interesting one. Yeah, going back yes. going back to our our conversation about uh, um, Gomez. And, so and Luna, with that RSL then goes from from playing a four four two to then a four three three. That's what you can only assume because um, Rubin is obviously a forward attacker, and mm-hmm. so if you take him off for for Chang or to put him on for Chang, sorry, um, he's not a midfielder, so Rubio has to move up. But the way that Rubio was playing was he was kind of hanging back. He was. So it still begs the question, why put in Rubio for a midfielder when you're not going to change the actual formation? You also still had Sava in there. So I'm like, you have have multiple attacking players in there at the same time. Because technically you can move Sava up to that three spot in the 4-3-3. So Uh technically we're playing a 4-2-4. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting choice of substitution. Yeah. Just kind of just shrug your shoulders, I guess. But we, <laughs> we, we did have a double substitution uh, for Krylock Sava, and in comes Julio and Luna. Which, which, which was very late in my opinion, because I wanted to see Luna a lot, either start or come in a lot, lot sooner. I think at this point where I mean we're up to nothing, but um, it's a lot of just maintaining and the feel for the game. And maybe this is a good time to interject. Um, <laughs> Nima Sagafi is a beloved referee for RSL, isn't he? He has <laughs> refed twice here at the Riot back in, when we played the Seattle Sounders, and then as well in this match. He. He's loved by all RSL fans. He's loved by the RSL organization. In fact, they send him Christmas gifts every year. Man, he's <laughs> he's he's luckier than I am. Man, what a guy. Um so here's here's my thoughts on Nima. I'm going to I'm going to do a slight criticism because referee to referee, Nima, sorry. Um <laughs> This game had a total of 34 fouls. 34. So you, you had uh, 21 by uh, Colorado, 13 by us. Um, mm-hmm. When you have 34 fouls in 90 minutes, you do the math. How often does, does the game get stopped then for a foul? That's quite frequently. It takes away from just the flow of of the game. Um, you're looking at literally 
every almost two and a half minutes, a little over two and a half minutes. Um, yeah. Well, in fact, we'll, 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 we'll give a, 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 an exact minute. We'll do every two minutes and 40 seconds, something like that, um, where play gets stopped for a that's foul. A little, that's a little excessive because I don't think there really, there really is that many fouls that often. Well, now, now talk through it with me. I'm going to ask you questions. What okay. happens to the game when it gets stopped every two minutes and 40 seconds? It's kind of like what I said. That's what the players will, players and coaches will be expecting the rest of the match. Um, and it will just be, get very chippy as well. Well, I'm going to go this route. It's going to get the, the flow of the game. It doesn't exist. There is no flow. So anytime a team is trying to do a build up, build up, build up, build up, foul, crap, gotta start over. Build up, build up, build up, build up, foul, crap, gotta start yeah. over. So um, there's a lot of of things that you're thinking like, crap, that many fouls, and and the card count didn't really match the the foul count either because. If you're looking at yellow cards, Colorado, we had five in the whole game. Yeah, five in the whole game. So three for Colorado. So three cards for 21 fouls. That's one mm -hmm. card for every seven fouls. Um, two cards for us from 13 fouls. That's one card every six-ish fouls. Yeah. Um. The where. So I can see where RSL fans are, get frustrated with Nima, especially when we had him in Seattle. When um, oh, let me pull this up. There it is. Um, where in that game, just so everyone knows, there was fifteen fouls called against us. So this Colorado game was thirteen. Seattle mm -hmm. was fifteen. Yeah, not that much. Uh, not 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 that many more fouls. And in pretty, fact, yeah, pretty similar. And in fact, we even had more yellow cards in that Seattle game. We had four yellow cards on 15 fouls, which that seems a little bit more like, all right, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Let's knock it off. Um, sure. But this game, and here's, here's my little rant. If you are complaining about Nima calling this many fouls or doing um, a quote-unquote horrible job, mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that if you even played soccer or you think you know that enough to be able to referee, you'd be calling the game exactly like Nima. You'd be calling I, every little thing. I 100% agree with that because with with doing refing for many years like you and I have, we see parents behind us yelling and criticizing that's a foul. Like oh, if they were calling it, then we'd be stopping the game so many times. So, I mean, I mean, how many times have we heard people say, "Hey, call that! Hey, call that!" So, what Nima does in this game is literally does what everyone wants him to do. <laughs> hey, call that! Okay, boom, called. Hey, won't you let us play? Look, bro, you can't have <laughs> your your cake and eat it too. Yeah, like, the, this the, this this isn't basketball where it's a very touchy sport. <laughs> So so yes, my criticism to to Nima was, you ruined the flow of the game for this game. Thirty four fouls is unnecessary. Two, those of you that complain about Nima all the time, um, you'd be the same kind of referee as Nima if you were to referee. You'd be calling every little thing because you'd be afraid of the game getting out of control. But if you guys want to change that, just sign up and be referees. It's just that simple. And then get criticized by me. And then and then <laughs> and then and then get criticized by Alan and then get yelled at by parents as well. It's just um, it's just that simple. Yeah. Sorry. That was another little rant. Man, I'm I'm full of little rants today. Sorry about that. Um, it's okay. It's okay. So let's uh, let's finish off this game. Yeah, so no, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. We, RSL just had two more subs uh, to finish it off. Chicho came off in the 87th along with uh, Nelson. And then we get Hidalgo and Anelli um, coming in just to just a little wrap up time. So that those ones kind of bugged me because that that almost a, felt like you, a, you have an attacking player coming in and then a, a defender coming in. 
What attacking player? Both of them are defensive. No, I, I said uh, Chicho, the attacking player, coming off, and then Bodhi, oh. the defensive, coming in, which yeah. makes makes kind of zero sense. I mean, I can't say zero. In fact, um, RSL put out a video, um, uh, the Ablo, Ablo con Pablo. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it's called. Um, and so the so Ablo we, con Pablo. We, we need a segment like that on this show. <laughs> we do. Um, the Ablo con Pablo. Um, that you could hear him talking to Anelli, yeah. and uh, he's like, "Hey, are you comfortable playing this position?" And and uh, and Anelli's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So if you look at who he went in for, he went in for Palacio. So yeah. meaning that uh, they put Anelli in as one of the center midfielders. Which is, is 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 that a position you would like him to see moving forward the rest of the season, or or are you just more comfortable with him playing in that right back? I'm not sure. I, in fact, I, I prefer him to play more defensively, to be honest. Yeah. I I would rather him play, keep and just stick where he's comfortable in that right back spot. <sighs> yeah. Well, <laughs> either way, the, he made the subs. I, I thought it was way too defensive. It should have been more offensive. But Hey, you, you know what? We got the win, 2 nothing, and that's another Rocky Mountain Cup for RSL. Make that 14-5 and five against the Colorado Rapids. Holy crap, 14-5. and five. That is an impressive record. So that record is kind of like the record that you have, or that I have against you, beating you up. On, on FIFA? Yeah, probably. <laughs> at, at wrestling, FIFA, everything. <laughs> uh maybe we'll we'll have to have a rematch I'm, maybe i'm a rsl you're colorado oh <laughs> those are some fighting words now that's fired <laughs> um cool that let's get out of this game because you know you can only beat up the little brother so many times yeah the, that that rocky mountain cup they need to change the name to rsl's cup it's the rsl cup but we just invite colorado to play <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Barcelona's uh, Gamper. Is that what you call it? The I think that's what they call it, the Gamper Cup. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They they win it like every year. It's like a friendly, like right before the season starts. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember the last time they even lost it. If, hey, if it, they've it, even it, lost it, it's also equivalent to when Tottenham won their trophy this season. It's they're one of like they haven't won a trophy in years, and finally Tottenham won a a trophy against some lower team. <laughs> yeah poor poor colorado well because of this loss um <laughs> so this loss came with a consequence unfortunately um because of the uh, lack of wins this season and not just this season but uh for the past couple of seasons yeah um, even even though colorado will say we won the rocky mountain cup in 2020 and uh they had like one of the best records, I, I guess, from what I remember in 2020. Um, doesn't, doesn't doesn't count. Doesn't there's count. An, there's an asterisk there, <laughs> for sure. Um, Colorado did decide to part ways with Robin Frazier. Um, how long was he a coach? Seven, six, seven years. Something like no, that. Yeah. Five years, something like that. Yeah. Um, um, so they did part ways with him because of the many beatdowns that they've gotten in fact the president in his letter stated that it was basically unacceptable that they lost so many times the rocky mountain cup <laughs> i i didn't hear that that's actually pretty funny yeah um i wish i had it up right now but uh yeah the, he basically said that because of the lack of uh, meeting expectations and one of those expectations was the rocky mountain cup um that was uh, basically the reason for letting him go. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no bueno. Uh, absolutely. Like, at all. No. Oh, man. And, and, then, and then with Robin Frazier losing his job, we have also the, the long list of other MLS coaches who have lost their jobs so far this season. Yeah. So, the, I mean, he, he joins the list now. So, uh, yeah. Robin Frazier. It's not a good list to be on at all. No. So Robin Frazier joins the list of um, Gio Savarese, Mm -hmm. who just barely um, got let go a couple weeks ago from the Timbers, Mm -hmm. um, right before we played them. Yep. 
Um, also on that list is uh, Phil Neville from yeah. Miami. Right before Messi and everything happened. <laughs> right before, I feel I feel bad for for Phil in that sense. It's like it's like they never really wanted him. It's okay. He he's with MLS season pass now, so he's helping them out. <laughs> um, which Javi ended up being the interim coach until Tata got there. Yep. Um, also, uh, Toronto fired Bob Bradley. That's right. That's right. Which, which for me was a slight surprise in, in the sense of because of his pedigree and whatnot, but uh, he obviously wasn't helping them win anything. Um, Chicago also fired their coach at the same time that New York Red Bulls fired theirs back in May. So there's been a lot of coaches on the chopping block this season. That's true. It seems like more than, than we've had in past seasons. But I, I think I mentioned in the last episode, but the one that stands out out of all of them that, that's lost their job is Savarese. Making it to two MLS Cup finals and then having a good good record but these past two seasons have just they've just struggled hard. Yeah. In fact, you could almost pinpoint it to um the decline of Valeri. Like that's, when that's true. when Valeri started declining is when uh, Portland started and declining. Along with that having Blanco come off the bench now for them. And Blanco has been injured, plagued with injuries for the past season or two. So yeah. So it's it's been a rough go for t- the Timbers as well, which now begs the question, because now we've had two different four-game losing streaks this season for RSL. Um, mm-hmm. Sandwiched in between there is a really good streak. There has been many talks in the first streak, if everyone remembers. And in fact, I, I don't think we even escaped it, but uh, there was – the hashtag Pablo out when we were losing four games in a row, two games in a row for nothing. Yeah. It was just not good. People then, were people wanting to burn down the right. I, I probably, <laughs> then we get this four game streak. Um, mm-hmm. and slight talks of Pablo out start popping up again. Not as much as the first time, but they were still popping up mm-hmm. now. Is it fair to even think about Pablo out or even letting Pablo go um, at this point? No, no, I I don't think so. Like, yes, we've had our moments this season where we had a very slow start at the very beginning of the season where we had we were losing four nothing, three nothing multiple times at home to St. Louis, and then we lost to Austin. And then we had just this recent four game losing streak. I don't I don't think so at all. Because if you look back at our past two regular seasons we barely made it into the playoffs on the very last day on decision day this season right now we have eight eight games or so left we're sitting fourth in the west so i think we're we're doing just fine yeah and and i guess maybe i should expand extend the uh the amount of losing compared to games played so since the monterey loss um it was monterey loss leon win lafc loss Houston, Houston loss, Houston, Houston loss, Portland loss. So there's that four game and then the uh, Monterey. So out of six games, we lost five of them. Five, yeah, that's correct. So it wasn't a good streak for us. So can can you understand where people are coming from with Pablo or do you think they're just nuts? No, like I, I understand the frustration of wanting to maybe just ditch our coach right now and maybe start all over. But I'm like, we're already this point of the season where we're doing so well in the West. And it's like a new head coach, he's not going to be able to, I guess, it, it'll just be a hard transition for a new head coach to be able to keep going. <clears throat> it's true. Um, I think if my memory serves me right – it was at this point of the season when Freddie abandoned ship. Yeah, yeah, that's true because I think then Freddie was with Seattle in the playoffs. Man, what a dog. Just like what you said, leaving a team at this stage of the season, especially it's... like especially when we're doing <laughs> – we're not doing bad. 
we're not doing bad. But my we're, my, we're in my the thing is yeah, my thing is if we truly do want a new head coach, let's come back at the end of the season and then and then think about that. Right now, we need to just focus on the regular season and just go from there. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I am zero Pablo out. It it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, um, like yes, there's things that Pablo does that aren't the way that we want to see our team run with players in our formation or or vice versa, but. We just gotta suck it up and just and just live with it. I mean, yes, he he does stuff that uh, we don't agree with, but he's not doing a bad job. He's doing a, doing a good job, actually. He's doing a good job, just yeah. not the style that we like. It's probably not the decisions that we would make. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the the results are there overall. It, we can't really Absolutely. complain that that. I mean, we're in fourth right now. At be- before the our good streak started, we were sitting at what tenth. Yeah. So, I mean, we could be bottom dwelling with LAFC or LAFC, LA Galaxy, Colorado, um, Portland, and Portland, but we're not. That's the reality. Reality is we're in fourth place. We're we hit a bad streak um, for X reason. We're starting to get back on track now. I think we're fine. So, I'll ask you this question. So with about seven, eight games left in the season, I, I, it's one of those two. I, I should have that number memorized at this point. <laughs> but, I think seven. Seven. But are your expectations, obviously I think we will have a playoff game, but are expectations home, if, 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 like a four, four seed or higher? Okay. So yes, playoffs are expected. Now it's whether we get home field advantage or not. Um See, that's a hard one for me, um, only because I see what our, the, our remaining schedule is, and on paper, it's it kind looks... of a it's kind of a gauntlet in my opinion. Really, I actually think it's it's quite the the opposite. I mean, be, look... we, we we have San Jose, we have Dallas, we have Vancouver, uh-huh. and then and then who's after that? K- Kansas City, LAFC, LAFC. So those are all good teams that have been doing pretty decent so far in the West. They, they are, they are mid table. So if you're looking at it, um, San Jose eighth, um, Dallas ninth, Vancouver sixth. If we can get past all of them without losing, which means, Mm -hmm. I mean, at least a point, if we can get at least a point between all of them, it just prevents them from moving past us or um, if even if we can get one of those wins. In fact, I'm going to say this. If we lose San Jose, we need to win the two at home. If we tie to San Jose, we can tie, but we need to win one of our two home games. Yeah. Either way, we need to have one win within those three before we hit LAFC. Because yeah. LAFC, honestly, is going to be a really tough game especially at LAFC. And especially for RSL, I don't want to see us in LAFC on the same portion of the, the bracket because I think MLS came out with it today. If the playoffs were to start today, we'd be playing Houston, and I think LAFC would be right below us. So, um, no, it'd be St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. My bad. Yeah, you're, you're, you're accurate. But, but still, yeah. you're like, you're right. I don't want that. <laughs> no, no. But... Home field is what we should be pushing for for moving forward because we haven't had a home home playoff game in four years. It's been four years. So so yeah. So going back real quick because I want this to, to be uh, this is recorded. So I, I need everyone to listen to this. Um, <laughs> we need five points out of our next three games, at least five points. Um, yeah. So five out of nine points. We take an L to LAFC. We then win our last three games: Sporting, Galaxy, Colorado. I I think that's a hundred percent doable. So that's so. that's fourteen points to finish out the rest of the season would put us at fifty four points. Yeah, that could that I don't see how that's not top four level. Has to be. I mean, has to be. how many how many games did I said we have left? Seven seven games. Seven, Seven games left. 
So that means 21 points, 14 points out of 21. I can't say it's bad because not bad. It's definitely 66%. It's, it's, it's not passing. <laughs> Just saying it's 66%. If someone yeah, wants to correct me on the math, correct me. Yeah, it's definitely it. We'll we'll see what happens, but I do agree with your point where in these next three games, five points would be ideal. Basically, don't get a zero game. Don't do it. Any any losses at this point would suck. Would 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 be terrible. So a draw, not good. Three points, excelente. Well, the only game that we I think we are allowed to drop is the it's, LAFC game. Yeah. But with that being said, let's get into some matches that happened today because although RSL does not have a game this weekend because of the international window, we did have RSL players playing in the international window today. Um, let's start off with our homeboy, uh, Rubio Rubin. Well, let's, Re- let's, let's start off by saying that it, there's like three different tournaments going on right now. That's um, true. We have... One- World Cup qualifiers. Uh-huh. And then what, what's what's happening in CONCACAF? It's the Nation, Nations League. Nations League, that's right. So we have we have Guatemala uh, with Rubio Rubin. We have Jamaica with Kevin Lambert. We have Paraguay with Brian Ojeda. And then we got Venezuela with Jefferson Savarino. Yes. So we are loaded with international talent on this roster. So let's start off with uh, Guatemala with Rubio Rubin. You want to start off with Guatemala? Okay, let's start off with Guatemala. By the way, the Guatemala game, as we're recording, already just ended. It just finished. It 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 ended two nothing. Did it? Yes. So congrats, Rubio Rubin. They got they got the dub tonight. Um, which is a really good result for them, especially in the group that, like you mentioned, the group that they're in in Nations League, is is kind of a tough one. They got Panama and Trinidad in that group, and we yeah. saw how we saw how well Panama did in the Gold Cup. And they have, uh, RSL fans are familiar with, they have Karaskia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Rubio, um, he played a, looks like a decent game. Um, he played 77 minutes. So he started and played 77 minutes, which is a pretty solid amount of minutes, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. But did not get a goal. Hey, hey. Wah, I, I, wah, wah. I'm happy to see him get... International time, international minutes. So uh, right. that's good and, for him. Especially, so here's here's um, thoughts about CONCACAF. It's good for him to get minutes, international minutes, against CONCACAF opponents because sure. a, a lot of CONCACAF opponents play in the MLS. Yeah, yeah. So it, it just it gets him going on an international level, quote unquote. Um, how to play better, how to position position himself better um, for when he comes back, and hopefully puts in a, a good p- puts in good minutes for RSL. Yeah. So cheers to Rubio and cheers to Guatemala for picking up the the shutout in the two nothing victory tonight. So to move first place right now in their standings. Let's move over to Venezuela with Savarino. Over to Savarino. Yes. So, so, so Venezuela and Sava did not have a great result, but Sava got the start for them tonight. Yeah. So Sava got the start on the right wing for uh, Venezuela. It wasn't a full surprise, but I'm super happy that he got the start. Um, he came out. Playing really well. I, I was able to watch the first 20 minutes. Uh, his positioning on that right wing um, was very good. He had good play. In fact, through the first half, he was one of the best players for Venezuela, except uh, besides their right back. Their right back was also really good because he had to hold uh, uh, Diaz, which everyone knows by plays for Liverpool. Really good player. Um, he also had to hold up uh, Santos Borre, um, who just barely had a move to Werder Bremen from Frankfurt. Um, another great striker as well, even though uh, Santos Borre is the one that scored the goal, uh, the game-winning goal. Um, Savarino played really well. Um, I was really pleased with his positioning. 
Unfortunately, though, his time did get cut. Um, he only played 59 minutes. It wasn't due to any injury or anything, coaching decision. Um, my personal thoughts, because I've been around Comnibal qualifying for a long time, this is why Venezuela doesn't do as well, is because they take out their good players to put in, quote-unquote, better players. But well, well, Wasn't it for Joseph Martinez, or was, was that a different person? So... Um, trying to think yeah I, i'm uh figuring so out as, as i go right now i think joseph martinez came in at the, the same time yeah so joseph martin martinez did go in at the same time but uh um i'm gonna say you are correct only because the other player that came in at the same time was soteldo and soteldo mm-hmm. does play a winger position just like saba and and they used to sub on for each other when they played at minedo in brazil um, so that's why I thought it might have been Soteldo, but I think you're right. It was uh, for Joseph Martinez, striker for Miami. Um, yeah. So unfortunate result for Sava and Venezuela, but it's only it's only one one game so far. They got a lot left to go. Um, for Paraguay, unfortunately, Ojeda did not get playing time tonight, um, and that one that one ended in a in a zero zero draw. Correct. It did end in a 0-0 draw, but uh, there were uh, a couple of uh, uh, two uh, MLS standouts, one an ex-MLS standout and one a newcomer. Um, Almiron uh, did play start for Paraguay, and Mm -hmm. Gomez is a newcomer for Miami, another teammate of Messi. Um, He had the start as well. Um, But yes, 0-0 draw, no Ojeda. Um, We can hope to see him next game. Which That's is right. Tuesday? Yes. Tuesday. So we will see the clash of Sava against Ojeda on Tuesday. Well, the, the two the two teams will clash. <laughs> Let's just hope that Ojeda gets some kind of minutes against Sava. That'd be kind of cool. That would be very, very cool. So stay tuned for that RSL fans on Tuesday. Um, anywho, the other RSL player playing right now in the international window, he doesn't play until tomorrow. Friday, if you guys are listening to this today, it is today, so Friday. Um, Kevin Lambert uh, playing for Jamaica. They play, who are they playing? Honduras, that's right. Yep, yep, they're playing against Honduras. So um, Lambert has have does have a recent history of starting for Jamaica. He did that in the Gold Cup. So we hope to see him play. That would be nice to see him get some minutes. He uh, got, has gotten very limited minutes since he's gotten to RSL, what, like two or three Five. games ago? Five minutes. I think he has like five, five or so minutes so far. Yeah, ish. So, um, let we hope for the best. Hopefully, he comes back with uh some minutes under his belt, and he's ready to plug it into uh some RSL time. Because again, we really want to see the Twin Towers. I know. We we picked him up from the USL, and he hasn't really had anything to show. So. Good luck to Kevin in in Friday's game against Honduras. Um, speaking of uh, MLS players, yeah, the the there's the the only reason why both of us are wearing this jersey is for one reason and one reason only is Messi. Me, Messi went off tonight, and 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 Argentina, like it was. Right. I can't say Messi went off because it was actually kind of a meh game. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to break down this game because this isn't an Argentina podcast. If it no, was, no. this would be like two hour long shows. <laughs> no, but Messi did impress for that game winning goal for Argentina. Man, let me tell you that that man, he's a beautiful man. Um, yes. So the, the the fact that people are now recognizing him and just in awe of what he's doing in the MLS. I'm like, he's been doing this for years in Barca and with Argentina. It's like, don't be surprised at what he's been, what he's all of a sudden doing now. Uh, you're pre- you're prematuring my mini rants. Here we go. Mini <laughs> rant. Ah, uh, okay. So all I could see after, so I, obviously after games, because during games, I can't get on X. I like, it's, it's hard enough for me to tweet out RSL games. Cause I just sit there and just watch. I just, I just watch. I hate, I hate doing stuff on my phone. So I get on X after the Argentina game, and all I can see is a load 
of MLS accounts, whether they're official MLS accounts, um, fanboy accounts, um, but there's a lot of MLS related accounts yeah. that won't stop talking about Messi because Messi is an MLS player. So all I see is, oh, an MLS player is going to win Ballon d'Or. Um, MLS player is scoring goals in, in uh, comfortable World Cup qualifiers. MLS player is uh, World Cup champion. I'm like, okay, my friends, if you are such a big fan of Messi, you should have been talking about him since his very beginning. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm jealous. And it's not that I want to hold Messi just for myself or just for the Argentines to really appreciate him. For sure. But and and maybe all right, here it is. I'm just gonna say it. People <laughs> are talking so much about Messi and MLS because they want to get clicks, because they want to get likes. Um for sure. it's, and, it's it's all about the, the money and, and generating more more views. And and it kind of ticks me off that they use him that way. I know he doesn't care. This is just this is triggering me. This is my trigger. Like, uh, oh, well, someone, oh, there's a, there's a, that picture of uh, Finn from Tangled where he's just sitting back like that oh, and all, all the oh. swords are like, say one yep. thing that triggers someone. Yeah. Messi's my trigger. Like, don't talk bad about Messi and don't, <laughs> don't use Messi's name in vain. <laughs> it's that, that's what I feel like all these MLS uh, fanboy accounts do is they just talk about Messi just to throw out his name just to get, likes just to get clicks just to get attention when reality if you haven't appreciated messi from goal number one um in barca then i can't really take you seriously with how much you like messi um i can understand you coming to the soccer stage late sure well but that still doesn't <laughs> welcome hey by the <laughs> way messi exists um <laughs> For those of us that have suffered for so long with Messi, especially um, through 2006 World Cup, 2010, 14, 18, and then 22, finally getting it, it, it just ugh, just stop talking about Messi if you don't know what it feels like to be in this jersey and hope for everything for him. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, that was a mini rant that could have gone on for a long time. I'm gonna leave it there. Amen. <laughs> but so, it was it was a beautiful goal tonight. Like it was a beautiful goal. And no better person to start off the World Cup qualifying for the whole world than Messi. He he scores the, the very first goal. Oh no, not oh, the first goal, but no. the yeah, second. Second. I I just forgot Colombia, but yeah. But yeah, it, it's in fact, a, a cool stat came up. Listen to this um, for all you Messi lovers and Argentine lovers. Um, the last World Cup qualifying cycle started with Argentina playing against Ecuador, mm -hmm. winning one nothing with the goal from Messi. What happened at the end of that World Cup cycle? Uh, we got to raise the trophy. That happened. I'm just saying, but I'm, I'm just saying. but of course, but of course, we already know in the next World Cup there will be no Messi, no Di Maria. Oh, you don't know if there's no Messi. He hasn't said no officially. But for sure, Di Maria already said he's not. Di, he, Di Maria has said he's uh, retiring after Copa America. Yeah, so we shall see. We shall see. Um, if everyone remembers the phrase, the phrase is "anulo mufa." Anula mufa. <laughs> <laughs> Anula Mufa. No, Anulo. Anulo Mufa. There we go. It took you less amount of time this time. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, hey. Um, my friend, tell us where everyone can uh, find us, talk with us, argue with us, love us. See, si. todo mi gente, follow us on X, on, on Threads, on Instagram, and if you're watching this video, hit the bell, hit the subscribe. And if you don't want to like look at my face or even Alan's face because it's bald, catch us on Apple or even catch us on Spotify if you are, are cool and have Spotify like us. We're we're pretty cool. Um, <laughs> any any last words for the peeps? Um, enjoy your weekend. It is gonna be a hot one because fall's just right around the corner, everybody. This is the last last uh, heated heated weekend. So, um. 
last thing, don't give up on soccer just because the FIFA break. Watch soccer. Um, or, or if you don't want to watch soccer, watch tennis. But no, watch soccer. <laughs> <laughs> like we understand people are fans of many sports, multiple sports. But, but we're... Just, but also just because college football starting, don't don't just stick to watching <laughs> soccer and, and soccer only at this time of the season. <laughs> that's us being biased. Anyways, that's all but from until, us. Until next time, we'll have more more soccer to talk about. Okay? Awesome. Uh, sounds good. Until next time, guys. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>